Welcome to the IRDC, the Injured Reserve Debate Club. I'm Kevin Michael Morin, and as always, I'm joined by Terry Cudmore and Justin Colombo. Today, we're going to go a little off our normal script structure. Instead of taking three topics and debating and arbiting, we're going to instead take a look at some NFL seeding, figuring out, you know, top to bottom, who ends up in the wild card spots, and we're going to start with the NFC. I I love that there's like a like a a solid wild card round. I just feel like you could add in another team and I wouldn't be bothered by it. Like I feel like it's yeah. To me I'm like like I I feel like if you're the second if you're the second seed, you should get a like I I don't know. Maybe this is like I would be more like I I I I'd be more apt to like you you're already up to 7 teams now. Add an 8th team, make it a make it a like give no buys, just go straight into it and do like one plays eight, do like every other every other, like the NHL and uh NBA. does the NHL even do it that way? The NBA. Like NBA. just you've got you've got eight teams in each conference that are that are making the playoffs there. Like why get weird with like this one team gets a buy and like the two seed who like historically has also gotten that buy doesn't get that anymore because we want to make more money and get more teams into the playoffs. It's like, that's just dumb at that point. Just give me eight teams. Let's go after it. Yeah. I mean, but I guess in a way, I mean, this is also, I guess me shooting on my own idea. Does that, does that lower the bar? You know, if you're letting in 16 teams, that's half the league. You know what I mean? So like, you're going to get an eight seed. That's well. I, although I feel like we've already kind of passed the Rubicon there because we've had playoff teams that are seven and nine. Yeah. Like, and you know, we, we've and, had that. And we would obviously, I, I think we would have more of that type of situation, but you know, if you're, if you're potentially like, if you're a team mid season and you're potentially competing for a playoff spot and you know, there's an, there are eight spots, like there's a, decent chance as long as you're not zero and eight at that point that you've probably got a 50 50 shot of making the playoffs so your question my question for you at that point is are you really going after it and trying to make a run are you trying to get a top 10 draft pick like it it's definitely like a psychological uh change for for management i think but i i don't see them doing it but I mean, who's to say? I never thought they would add a, a seventh team. Uh, yeah. Like, it's very MLS of them. Very yeah. MLB wild card. Like, it just, it's odd to me. I mean, I think you have a point, too, with, you know, at a certain point, And, like, I mean, you see this super clearly in baseball, where, like, the Mets were like, we give up. We would rather not try. Which is fine. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm just, I'm glad you said that. You're now allowed to tank. It's fine. Whereas, like, I, I feel like in the NFL, I feel like we're already kind of walking into the season knowing that Cardinals ain't going to – the Cardinals get six wins, light up the cigars. They're incredible. Great job. Amazing work. Like, I, I, I feel like we already kind of know like – we, like, we know where the Texans are going to land. You know, I just – so I, I – yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess I think this is also a brave new world where you know, 
like tanking for Tua, like, you know, not going to start. I feel like we're seeing that more versus kind of, you know, oh, let's take a risk on, you know, Josh McCown to take us to eight and eight and see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like teams are more, there's more incentive to tank. Okay. Okay. So N- NFC, I just feel like, let's go seed by seed. Who do y'all have at one in the NFC? Getting a bye to the first round. Oh, wait, wait. That's how we're going to do it? How, how do you want to do it, Derek? I would think we would do... Well, actually, you know what? No, I'm sorry. You're right. No, that's a good point. We do that, and then that's our bye, and then we go through our wild card matchups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, that's, that. yeah I'm sorry. I re- re- retract it. Retract. We can cut this out. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. I have uh, All right, my... Who, my um, go ahead. Number one seed is very very chalk. I picked the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's who I have. Oh wow! Oh wow! Do you not have the Eagles here? Of course I do. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. <It> just <laughs> <I was like>. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing. The name of this podcast is has debate club <laughs> in it, and we all one hundred percent agree on number one. <laughs> I know. The first thing that we're saying, which makes total sense in this regard, but I was so excited for you to have something different because I was like, "Hold on, I need." Nah, don't worry. There's some there's some weird stuff coming, but number one, got to be Philly. Yeah, I feel like I I mean, I I feel like that team is that team is just built insane. Like, and I know they have questions with the running back by committee because it's even weirder now but i feel like they have better i i just yeah. i no shot i don't think i and i i i don't think i have them winning the NFC east obviously but like i just i don't think anyone touches them i mean i, I think, think they're going right back to the super bowl yeah yeah i mean well, wait a second <laughs> which annoys me because spoiler I alert can't handle them but <laughs> but they're just like I think they're the most gimme. No, I think they're the most obvious team, like to to come back and and just punch right back at the same level that they were last year. Yeah, I would say because there was that, that that whole curse. Who do we have at number two? Oh, sorry. Wait, can you guys not hear me? No, I I can. I just oh, talked you just, over you. Sorry, you just talked over. <laughs> um, I was going to say like the Super Bowl loser curse. I think that's been kind of over the last few years. Well, no, actually. Well, what? Oh no, because the Bengals made the playoffs last year. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I would say I have very, but, very but they, limited they concern a, about. They the had Bengals. a rough start, though. They, Bengals had a yeah. had a tough start, so it's 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 still there. But the Bengals, I mean, they what? They were two and two. I mean, they lost to the Pittsburgh in that opener. Like it was it was rough going for them. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't want to discount the fact they lost both, the Eagles lost both of their starting coordinators, or their main coordinators, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Although the defensive guy kind of shit the bed in the Super Bowl. Would have been nice for him yeah, to show but, up that day. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, and I, but I think that the thing that I think, not that it plays into their favor, because as you're right, it's two big losses. I feel like Sirianni's the kind of guy who's like, who understands this is a year he needs to step up and show that he was not riding the success of two of his assistants. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, but he's, I, he's I more of an offensive guy, right? Yeah, but but if you yeah. look at that team, 
that that team has a lot more moving parts on offense anyway. Their yeah, defense no, I agree is, with you. Like, their, you know, their defense is yeah. just a Georgia defense. <laughs> Go dogs, baby. Um, all right. First NFC matchup. It's a two seed and a seven seed. Who y'all got? I have the San Francisco 49ers at the two seed hosting the Chicago Bears as the seven wow. seed. Wow. Mm. Mm. Interesting. I I I also have Niners at the two seed, but I have Seattle the seven. Well, I have the Niners at the two seed and Detroit coming in at the seven. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Okay. All right. Okay. So Terry, talk to me about Chicago. I just I like what they did with with the number one pick. I liked how they traded out of it. I like what they got. I like DJ Moore a lot. Um, I like Rob, it's Roche, uh, Johnson, their new rookie running back. The guy that was um, yeah. from Texas. Roshan he Johnson. was Bijan Robinson's backup, yeah. right? Yeah. And I like mm-hmm. him and Khalil Herbert in the backfield. I like Cole Komet. I think so. I think their their weapons last year were so bad, and I think they have at least a decent amount now, or a decent like kind of crew now. I like Fields to take another step forward. I don't. I don't buy into like him being a potential MVP. I don't. I think that's kind of ludicrous. But I just. I, I think their offense is going to be better. I think the defense is going to, you know, be solid enough where they can challenge for a playoff spot. And I think the big thing is I don't really think. The Packers are gonna. I, I don't buy into Jordan Love, and I so I I think that's where I'm going with it. Is I I, you know, it's one of those things you need a team. Well, actually, this is kind of a spoiler alert where I'm going. I actually have three NFC North teams in in this. In no, this I do bracket, too. I so. do too. Oh, okay, actually, hundred percent. Right. So, so I think I've given enough then about. I'm I'm, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, actually, I lied to you, Terry. I don't know why I said that. I have two NFC North teams. The only oh, team well, besides the Three. Packers. I so yeah, I I just I ball face lie. Um I have the Packers finishing last in that division. I just Me too. It's, so not do I. So much, it's not so much about Jordan Love. I just I and I, I don't think there's not, not there's anything wrong with the rebuilding year. I just feel like this has to be a rebuild year for them. Like Jordan Love is a question mark. I don't know who he's gonna if he has the, the personnel through the air to make anything work because basically, you know, like what's your game plan against, against green Bay, stop the run, force the ball through the air and double I, cover Christian Watson, basically. So like, like, that's... like already you're walking in and you're handcuffed. So it's, I just, you know, I, I think that's, I think it's a good thing that they have a lot of problems because it's green Bay. They know what they know how to fix things, but yeah, I have, I have Packers for it. So that's, that's what we agree on. I don't have the Bears in the playoffs. Full stop. Right. I mean, I have them as a seventh seed, so I, I technically barely have them in the playoffs. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Spelled B-E-A-R-L-Y. Um, I do think it's – okay, here's a question about the Niners. Are, are you looking at the – are you looking at last year and saying, like, they can easily run it back, they got CMC – they got Debo, they got Ayuk, they got Shanahan. There, or there are is still saying... a... Go ahead. There's still a lot of question marks, I think, because, you know, last year we actually got a full season out of CMC. Are we going to get that again? Uh, 
if so, then awesome. Um, you know, Debo had some struggles, had some injuries. Like he wasn't what he had been um, the previous couple years, but I think he's coming back and going to have a good year. I think they have the the right kind of weapons, and it's just a matter of having somebody who can facilitate at quarterback well enough. I don't think they need to have some sort of elite situation. And I think that's clearly what Shanahan's thinking too, because Brock Purdy is like, he he's it over there. Uh, so, and they just traded, you know, they traded Trey Lance. They decided that they were just going to roll over on what they gave up uh, in the first place for him to even get him a couple years ago. And yeah, I, I, I think they're going to be a solid enough team. And I don't think there's enough, strength across the nfc to unseat them from that from that two spot and it's more it's more that to me that like i just i think the afc is a much stronger conference this year at least it's looking that way right now uh so i just don't see how anybody is going to leapfrog frog the 49ers so it's sort of like six of one half dozen the other i actually kind of love that they traded lance I love it. Too. I think that's such a great move for. I think that's such a great move for in the idea of just recognizing, hey, this didn't work. Because if because if they tried another, I don't think it was going to get better. And they try another season, they're not getting a fourth round pick back. For them. a fourth round pick's not nothing. Like I get that it's not even close to what they get traded to trade up to take him. But still, I mean, I think cashing out now, as much as it looks kind of bad, it could have looked way worse to lose him for nothing. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think I think at the end of the day, the return for me when I look at it, the return doesn't matter because the guy who you're giving the keys to the offense is the dude you took with the last pick in the entire draft. Like he like I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say something and I don't want you boys to jump out a window. Like this to me is a similar situation of like a Tom Brady type quarterback where we took him in the we took him in the sixth round. He's a flyer. If he turns out to be the guy, incredible. Like, uh, uh, wild. You're saving a ton of money. He's probably going to be expensive if he sh- if he shows up and becomes the guy. But if he becomes the guy, hey, guess what? You're not going to have to worry about any of this. You know? Like, I think the, the insane thing is to look back at what they could have done with that third pick if they didn't get Trey Lance. But... I think weirdly for having, you know, taking a quarterback with a third overall pick in that draft, which was insanely stacked and to come out alive is like, is the reward here. Because they came out in spite of themselves, really. Yeah, for a hundred percent. Well, like, I think and, one and thing I will say, I think it's, you, I, I you think have to look at your point, Kevin, I think you're totally right. Like they don't need. Well, no, what I was just going to say is I think the thing that we're seeing that is, and I'm sure Kyle Shanahan knew this about himself, but I, it feels like the 49ers didn't take enough of advantage of, not that Kyle Shanahan can win with anyone at quarterback, but his presence and his, you know, coaching skills uh, might allow that to, you know, maybe you didn't need to put in the capital of drafting a quarterback at number three, which we're seeing now with Brock Purdy. I mean, look at what he did with Kirk Cousins in, in Washington. I mean, Matt Ryan was the number one overall pick, but still, like, I, I, I don't know, like, I don't think I'm going to remember Matt Ryan in 25 years as like one of the all-time great quarterbacks. Like it's just that 
I'm trying to think of a, a similar analogy or something like that. Like another coach where it's like, oh, this, like like almost like the Steelers drafting wide receivers. It's like they don't need to draft one in the first round because they always find guys throughout the draft. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think to me, I mean, not to not to go back to the point that I made, but like it, it just feels weird to say oh, uh, Brock Purdy is Tom Brady. It's a similar thing to Belichick. Where it's like Belichick is constantly trading out of the first round because he's like, look, if I have a guy who can buy into what I'm doing and is coachable, I don't need a star because I can make them into a star within the system. Like, you know, it's Wes Welker. Oh, he's incredible. He's in Denver. Oh, he sucks. Like, it's, it's, I, I think you're totally right in that uh, they didn't have to spend that draft capital because Kyle Shanahan just bet on himself and it ended up working out. He's like, I can, I can create this and make this something. I can, you know, I can rumble still playing this. I, I'd just like to point out that neither of us jumped out a window when you made that Tom Brady comparison. It's not to say that that Purdy is going to be the next Brady. It's saying that Brady's first two years as a starter, like that that Super Bowl team, was simply because he was just buying in and doing what he needed to do. You know, yeah, yeah. He wasn't you know, doing the checkdowns, make doing whatever needed to happen, and like if they if if Purdy can do that, they'll be a successful team this year, and they 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 could make a run. So that takes us to the four five. Oh no, three six matchup. No, this is the th- the three, so three six, six matchup. Okay. All right, I'll go first because I have a I have a wild one. So my three six, I have the NFC North winner and the second-place NFC North team. So the number three seed, I actually have the Detroit Lions. In the sixth seed, I have the Minnesota Vikings. I have the exact same game flipped. Wow, wild. I have the Minnesota Vikings hosting the Detroit Lions. I have the Chicago Bears hosting the Detroit Lions. Wow. Damn. So you I'm have... telling I'm telling you how little I think of the NFC by giving the Bears the three seed. But I do think that I mean, while it sound while it sounded almost ludicrous to hear you, Terry, talking about the Bears even getting into the playoffs as the seven, I think they can win that division. The Packers are are fine to sit at the bottom. The the Vikings I actually have finishing third in the North. Uh, I think they, I mean, they're a team that just can't seem to get out of their own way. And, you know, maybe with some, some additions and Addison coming in, they, they, they have, uh, they have what it takes to, to actually make a good run. But I think the bears are going to come out of that division on top. Uh, and I, I, what did I say? The bears hosting the lions. That was Elias at the lions before. Uh, I have the Bears hosting the Seahawks. So the Seahawks See, I'm, being the I'm number out six. The I just I was so excited. So, hold on. Wait, hold on. Oh, go ahead, Terry. No, I just I, I think the Seahawks had their run last year, and I don't think Geno Smith is going to do the same type of performance this season. And I, I think DK Metcalf is good at running straight go routes, but a little bit overrated as, as a number one wideout, And I do love Walker as the running back, but I love him more as a fantasy guy than a real life guy. 
Yeah, and they have a couple of rookies that they're going to be relying on, you know, at receiver and running back with, uh, what is it, Charbonnet and um, Smith and Jiba? Is that his name? Uh, 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 yeah, they... uh, uh, Smith, Smith and Jigba. But see, but but I but I love that. I love I love him because of what he gives DK Metcalf. Like it because they 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 now have what they have uh, DK Tyler Lockett and they have uh, 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 Jackson Smith and Jigba. I love that one two three. What I don't love is the one two of of Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison is a is a is a was third on USC's wide receiver depth chart. He's a number three. He's also tiny. I I didn't you have this rant last episode? <laughs> I this is this is okay. I, okay, I'm gonna be really honest. I, I so I had I had the number one overall pick in one of my fantasy leagues. And I got chewed out for not taking Justin Jefferson. And to me, I'm I look at Justin Jefferson and I'm like, you're gonna get double teamed all day. The points there are in TJ Hawkinson. Like, that's what's going on. You I think I think the Vikings are really going hard on um on on uh, uh Madison as their as their running back. I think I think that's letting scary. Dalvin yeah. Cook walking, like he had a great couple of games last year. I he's solid. I just I don't think I don't think they got better. I think they got. I think they they went from point A to point A. Like I don't I don't think they improved, and I think that in this league that's not good. Like it's I, Justin Jefferson is going to get a lot more attention, especially because he doesn't have Adam Thielen. And Jordan Addison can't can't fill that spot. It's just I And yet you still think they're going to finish as the sixth seed and get into the playoffs. So so here's the thing. I do I do just because when you when I look at their roster, I just I, I see their roster as being stronger than Chicago's, stronger than I mean, obviously stronger than the Packers. We already talked about that, but I, I, I see the I see the picture on the box of the puzzle, and I'm like, I I get that. I I don't think you can you can discount that. But going back to Seattle, like I see Seattle having a ton of weapons and being able to surprise in a positive way, and I look at Minnesota and I'm like, I just feel like we're primed for disappointment here. Like I I just I. I feel like if we're expecting this team to go above and beyond, mm. I think I think we're not really paying attention to the, the the moves here. You know? Yeah, I mean, I have them as the third seed. I, I I don't have them. I have them winning this game and not going past that. But yeah, I, I think like the Lions thing for me is. Yeah. I mean, I just. It's, I was just going to say about the Lions thing. Like, I just think that they've been crowned a little bit too much in the offseason. And while I kind of really wanted to pick them to not make the playoffs, I just couldn't do it because I think the rest of the NFC is so weak. And if Jameer Gibbs comes in and does what people think he can do, like, they'll have a pretty decent running game. Yeah, I mean, I think he's the question mark because 
the numbers he put at, at Georgia Tech were solid. His year at Alabama was a little bit fine, but Alabama's year last year was a little bit fine. I think them uh, Detroit drafting him at 12 to me is still insane. I think you could have gotten him in the second round easy. But I, 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 for me, Detroit has positive momentum. That's, that's just kind of what I see from them. Yeah, is... Sam Laporta is going to carry that team, and but they also they have a lot Sorry, of pieces Katie. that they have a lot of pieces that I feel like we haven't fully seen to their fullest ability yet. Uh, uh, Jameson Williams is one of those players. Granted, he's suspended, but <laughs> that dude flies. So if you get if you give Jared Goff a little bit more confidence. You can, you can, this team can, I think, I think yeah, this I mean, team can bounce is what I think. Amin Ra's f- like a phenomenal receiver. I, I'm interested to see how they kind of break things up with Gibbs and David Montgomery coming in. Yeah. Uh, you know, like that's a, that feels like a boomer bust situation for them. But uh, I think, I don't know. I think they're going to still do pretty well. Um I feel like we lost the plot there a little bit. Just remind me what what <laughs> your matchups were. Mine was the Vikings hosting the Lions, and Justin, you were the reverse. I have I have the Lions hosting the Vikings, and I had the Bears hosting the Seahawks. Great. Um, anything left on that before we go to the four or five? No, I just want to prep. I want to preface my four or five with I apologize in advance, and I don't know if I can defend it, but I still look at it and it feels right. Okay, I hate it. go for it. My 4-5, I have the Giants at the Saints. I have the exact opposite. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Wait a second. Wait, you have, oh, wait, hold on. You have, you said no, you no, have the... It's right, it's right, what? it's right, Kevin. I had the, I had the same reaction, it's right. He, he's, he has the Giants at the Saints. No, it's right, he's right. I have, Giants, I have Saints at four, Giants five. So yeah. Giants are my first wild card. Oh, I have the exact same thing. Let's go. I do not. Ah, oh, Terry. <laughs> what do you have? I, I, I have the Cowboys at the Panthers. Damn. Oh, God, yeah. I. Yeah. My eye just twitched uncontrollably. Okay. okay. Actually, hold on, Terry. I'm, I'm gonna, not a bad pick, though. N- not no. Uh, not well. Okay, I have I have a lot of questions about the Panthers, but I I sincerely have. I sincerely have a, a question for you in ha- in just your belief in the Cowboys to make it work. Cause I think similarly to the Vikings, I look at the Cowboys and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if you made upgrades here. I don't know if this team is better. And given the fact that I feel like the rest of that division got a lot better and you're going to see all those teams twice. I'm looking at the Cowboys and I'm like, y'all might just have six losses just in your division. I do not agree with you on the Washington team being better, and I don't think the Giants are better than they were last year, is my big thing. And I don't love Mike McCarthy, but I think he's at least one of those solid regular season coaches that you can pencil in that they're not going to be like, you know, gunning for that number one pick type thing. And, you know, I I, I don't know. Again, like, I don't really have them 
I don't have them in the Super Bowl, but I, I think they're they're the, to me they're the best team in the NFC East. So I'm sorry, the second best team in the NFC East. I have I literally have the Cowboys finishing last in the NFC East. That's ridiculous. Honestly, like <laughs> that's that's just not good. So wait, Justin, your NFC East is Eagles, Giants, Commanders, Cowboys. That's exactly what I have. What, what is wrong you... with me? That that is exactly what I did too. So why the two? Because I know what's have... wrong with you. I know what's wrong with you. <laughs> what is wrong with me that I'm agreeing with you? Why do you two think Sam Howell has the ability and Ron Rivera to finish third in that division? So here's the thing. One, it's not about it's not about Ron Rivera to me. It's Eric Bieniemy. Two, Sam Howell at the beginning of last year's college football season playing for UNC had Heisman buzz. The problem is he petered out because he played for North Carolina, North Carolina, not historically, not a football school. He is like a sleeper of a sleeper of a sleeper. He, he has a great arm. He's a great field general, which is what that team needs. The other thing is that, we haven't really seen Brian Robinson's full potential. We still have Antonio Gibson. Terry McLaurin is nasty. I, I feel like Washington is Washington a playoff football team. No, not yet, but I feel like they have a lot of pieces to win the games that they need to win. I look at Dallas and I say, you, you you really got to hope that Tony Pollard like sticks this landing. You know, and if he doesn't, what you're relying on Darren Sproles 2.0. And you know, like it's, look, CD Lamb, I think is the greatest route runner in the entire game right now. He's great. You can't win with one wide receiver alone. So if you're then going to say, okay, well we got Cooks, I'm like that's awesome. He was on the Texans for a long time, and no one really kind of came a calling. I, I look at it as you know, like it's not so much boom or bust, but it's it's potential. I feel like the Cowboys don't have a lot of positive potential. And I look at the commanders and I'm like, ah, you know, they're, they don't have, you know, uh, 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 what's his face? They don't have Heineke under center anymore. They don't have Carson Wentz under center. They actually have a dude who's capable. How do you know he's That's he's why I'm putting them above. Uh-huh. I, put a, I put a lot we- less thought into it. I just hate the Cowboys and I want to see them finish down there. Uh, but in all reality, I don't see the Cowboys or Commanders making the playoffs. So, um, uh, yeah. But, however, to kind of the opposite of Justin's point there on Brandon Cooks, I think Cooks is a great addition to Dallas. Um, you know, he has flirted with a thousand yards every year of his career. And uh, the, the big question mark for me there is. You know, I think Dak is the most overrated player in the NFL, and can he actually get there? And their running backs are, are the thing for me that I just, I'm just not sold on. But who knows? The Panthers are what interests me, actually. And like, yeah, that, that okay. neither okay. of us, yeah, that talk neither to me about of us that, Terry, because you, you yeah. have different ideas for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, subscribe very much to that whole 
team there's always one team that didn't make the playoffs that gets a new coach that makes the playoffs next like last year I liked the Giants with Dable. And it's I am still in pain from the game plan Frank Reich put together in that Super Bowl when he was the offense coordinator for the Eagles versus the Pats. And so I like him as a coach. I also I think it, we didn't do this for the podcast, but I, I did this with a few different people over the summer. An exercise where it's like if I told you you would just start a team from scratch, and this isn't like 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 a franchise. This is just you have to play the twenty twenty three season, and your quarterback needs to be from the NFC. How many quarterbacks do you think you'd get through before you got to Bryce Young? And when I was doing it, you know, it varied a little bit, but it was always around maybe five. And to me, that speaks volumes because it's not even like he was like an Andrew Luck type number one pick. So I have a lot of faith in Bryce Young and Frank Reich. And that's why I just, and again, it's, there's always that surprising team with the new coach. And I, I like the Panthers to be that this year. I may have, you know, put some money behind that with some reputable apps that exist and they're legal in Massachusetts. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I'm putting a lot behind that. Now, when they're 0-4, you guys can give me all the shit that you want at that moment. But for right now, <laughs> optimism reigns supreme in Carolina and in the, the Cudmore household. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't hate on Bryce, Bryce Young at all. And I, I, they, I they, they did bring in Adam Thielen and DJ Shark. So, like, they have a, a, a relatively formidable wideout core. And uh, Miles Sanders they brought in as well, yep. which... Yeah. Yeah. That that that's not a bad uh, pickup, and they still have Hubbard. If Chuba can do anything, uh, I don't know. They're they're an interesting pick. Um, I mean, they could they could do something. I I have them, I have them third in the NFC South, and the Bucks in last. The uh, Owen a billion for the Bucks. Um, I'm not gonna lie, Terry. I, you actually might have sold me on this a little bit. <laughs> I I. I I I completely agree with you. I I'll say this. I, I I know a lot of Colts fans. I don't like the Colts, but I respect the Colts. I think that I think that their decision to fire Frank Reich was a mistake. I think that he is solid. I think that his personnel was, uh, as the French say, garbage. Um, <laughs> I you're I, what the French call les incompetents. That's Jim Ursay, uh, uh, Colts. Owner. Yeah, we'll get to the Colts. <laughs> um, I, 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 Bryce Young to me is the question mark, and, and it, it's it, in a similar way to like to me the best comp for him is Baker Mayfield. In, in that he's he's a smaller QB, he's a great field general, he's coming from one of the pro systems in college football i just feel like i feel like this was a pick that was made by carolina like a year ago and they were like well i guess you know let's let's we got to go with bryce young i think if they had gone with i have absolutely no idea what that means it was a pick it was made a year ago what does that mean oh no, no okay what i mean by that is at the beginning of last year's college football season Oh, okay. Bryce okay. Young okay. was 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 uh was the it girl. Like he was like just like the guy. He was number one pick, number one with a bullet. And I think towards the end of the season, I 
to me, is he the is he the most complete player in the draft? Yes. Is he the most NFL ready? Yes. Is he the best quarterback in this draft? I don't know. I don't know. And that's where I look at the Panthers and I'm like, it's very possible in a few years, like maybe three or four, you're drafting another quarterback. I just I just have a lot of question marks about Bryce. I think I think they've done a good job of giving him the tools, which other teams have not done for their high drafted quarterback of the last year. But I just I, I don't know. I just, you know, he's coming from Alabama where he's playing with Alabama, like Alabama quality players. And I don't I don't know. I I don't know. I, I I have a lot of questions. Yeah, I guess I think it can be l- done. L- looking but... at my breakdown, because uh, I think I mentioned this before we started recording, but when I was looking at seeding, like I had to go through all of the divisions and like go one through four in each division to like visualize exactly how I was going to make the playoffs work. Uh, and I had the Panthers, I guess, at second. Uh, looking at this, so. Um, I'm intrigued. Second in the South? Second in the South, yeah. I don't trust Atlanta as far as I can throw them, and Tampa is uh, going to be a bottom dweller, I think, for a bit. Yeah, I had the, I had the Falcons at two just because I believe in Bijan, but... There's a lot of hype behind Bijan. No, but, but, but actually... Way too much. Similar, similar to... Going back to what I was talking about with Bryce Young, I feel about Bryce Young the same way I feel about Desmond Ritter, where I'm like, there's a lot to like there. Draft pick. Wildly, wildly disrespectful to Bryce Young with that yeah, No, no, no. no but, 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 no, but, but, this year coming into it, and now that Desmond, Desmond Ritter's the guy with the keys, I'm like, I actually, I actually think this is interesting. I feel like this could go somewhere. I'm not saying, oh, he's he's the savior of, of Atlanta. But I'm like, you know what? I can get behind this. I feel like this has potential. That's how I well, feel it's about kinda, Young. It's kind of like what you were saying about Purdy. Is, but again, this isn't the exact same thing because McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle are at a higher level than Bijan, Pitts, and, and London are at. But the hope would be those three guys reach their potential and then you just need Ritter to kind of like don't mess things up. Yeah, facts. All right, good talk. I'll see you out there. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Saints Giants because you and I both have this, Kevin. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think the Giants are a good team. I think they're coming off momentum. I think Dable is a good coach. I don't know if Daniel Jones is the guy, but I live for Saquon Barkley. I just feel yeah, like uh, a really, a really, a, a really smart pundit recently said that Saquon Barkley would probably be the number one running back in the NFL this year. Uh, and so I, I just had to get behind that. Um, that really, that really smart pundit was Terry, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I think I, I, I don't I really remember saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait, no, I, I kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was when we were talking uh, uh, fantasy takes and whatever. Yes, 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 um, yes. But I believe it. I, I I I agree with that, and I think I don't think the Giants are going to have a drop off. Uh, 
for me, the more interesting in that pair is is New Orleans, like with Derek Carr being in in New Orleans now. Um, what's going to happen with Michael Thomas? Jamal Williams is there. Uh, Alvin Kamara is suspended for a portion of the season, so can they, you know, can they get that output from somewhere else while he's off the field? Uh, but I still think, again. I think the NFC is so weak that the Saints are still going to win that NFC South division. And, you know, pot, I, I don't I don't think they win that game. I think the Giants roll into New Orleans and, and walk out with a victory. But uh, but I think they, they they're going to be a division winner. And that's not something I would have thought I would have said. OK. Let me ask you this question about last year's Saints. So the, the NFC South from last year is wild uh, when you think about it. Because I feel like looking at, looking at win-loss totals, uh, I don't know what I, what I thought looking at these. Um, if you told me that basically the Green Bay Packers of last year were, could have won the NFC South, uh, it's, it's shocking. Anyway, the Saints were 7-10 and 10 last year. And that was with Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. If you give me a capable quarterback playing for that team last year, I feel like they could win two more games, finish the season at nine and eight, and go to the playoffs. Because the Bucks won at eight and nine. Yeah, I, and the rest of that division was seven and ten. That division was so weird. Yeah, and I think I think that's why to your point, Terry, about the Panthers and my point about the Falcons is I feel like all three of these teams looked at the division and went, Oh, this is gonna be up for grabs for a little bit. This is gonna be very much anyone's game. Except for Tampa Bay, who they're gonna be garbage. I was just gonna say if if that's the case and you, you invest the fourth pick in Pitts, the eighth pick in London, the eighth pick in Bijan Robinson, why why don't you get Derek? You know what I mean? I think I I keep coming back to and I'm maybe it's just I don't. Yeah, the Falcons. Like I don't understand why they're just moving ahead with. I mean, obviously they see something in them that I don't, but I just that is something that kind of just surprises me. Like like even if you bring in Carr for a year and you let Ritter learn from him, you know what I mean? Like it's it's only Ritter's second season. I just he doesn't seem ready for. I'm going to say ready for prime time, and I recognize the the Falcons Dion correlation i'm not trying to do there but but that he just doesn't seem like he's ready okay. yeah i think you're a hundred percent on that like Derek carr would have been a great fit in atlanta and maybe that that probably catapults them right into a, a playoff position like maybe only the six or the seven but like having a confident competent person in that slot I mean, but now they just let one of their rivals get him. And, you know, I, I think it's going to be a, as good as that, as good as the weapons in Atlanta are supposed to be based on the, their their top picks the last couple of years, as you were saying. I, I just still don't think they can, they're moving the needle all that much. Okay. Who do you think is going to be the worst team in the NFL, in the NFL this year? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The worst team in the NFL? Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Or maybe the Houston Tech. No, no, sorry. No, I'm sticking with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Okay. I'm just going to look up something really quickly. I'm going to say the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Also good. Also good. So, but Tampa just above. Okay. So, oh, wow. Okay. So, if I. You know, this is an audio medium. You got to take us on this journey with you. I I, I shrewded this. Okay. This is this year if you're if you're not in contention. So if you're a team like the Rams, the Cardinals, Packers, I want to come back to the Rams after this. By the way, the, the, it's about it's this is about draft picks. The 2024 draft, as of right now, is the Caleb Williams draft. Well, wait, it's not about the draft picks. Just for coming, the Rams. Off, coming off the Heisman. Because they they still what? don't have their pick, right? Don't the Rams still oh, no, are the Rams the, still paying picks? They don't. Yeah, they oh they don't have a pick. <laughs> uh, I don't believe Carolina doesn't have a pick. In the first round, Carolina's pick goes to Chicago. Chicago. Cleveland's goes to Houston. Houston's goes to Arizona. So, it, but here's the thing: Arizona doesn't need a quarterback because they just signed Kyler Murray to what could be the worst deal of all time. Um, the Rams don't have a pick. The team that you need to dodge if you are the Falcons is the uh, oh my god is the Bucks the Bucks who need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. If I'm the Falcons and things go super south with Desmond Ritter, I can turn around and draft a quarterback next year. There was no way they were going to get a quarterback they felt comfortable with where they were. Because Will Levis is wasn't going to be that guy for them. They needed to they needed to be in the top four to get Stroud, to get Richardson, or to get Young. They didn't. So going with going with Desmond Ritter is just a fine. You can sell. No, that's not the hundred percent. No, no, but that's not the. But that's not what I was saying. Because if 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 they picked a quarterback, they wouldn't have been John Robinson. I was saying once you make the investment no, I, in those three skill guys, then it seems odd to me to just be like, well, we'll figure quarterback out. Like, I think that's no, my but, thing, but, especially where just last thing is that the run Robinson is a running back as a rookie running back seems the most should be quote unquote, the most NFL ready. You know what I mean? We don't, we obviously Pitts didn't have the rookie year than anyone expected, but it's like all three of those guys should be ready to contribute, not at their ceiling, but in, in a good way. So why not get, a more established quarterback to try to, you know, I'm, I was never saying they should try to get a quarterback instead. I get what you're, yeah. I think, I think my point is if, if we're talking about Derek Carr, I don't need to buy Derek Carr right now. Not even buy. I don't even need to trade for Derek Carr right now because I have someone who's going to do the job and he's going to play 17 games. And then I'm going to draft a quarterback next year. Like Desmond Ritter is a placeholder because we have these skill guys. That and so then what you can do is you can go into next year's draft and say, cool, we got Drake London and we got Bijan Robinson, and now we need someone who can take this team and just go for years. It's their core. I think that you can still create a young core because I mean we're also talking about the team that had Matt Ryan up until you know basically he retired. I mean, he sure played Indy, but that doesn't count. Uh, you have a team that works with a young core. 
I think that's what they're building. I just think they couldn't build it this year. So that I, so I, I, I get, they seem like they should have gone for Derek Carr. I get why they didn't. And I, I, I agree with why they didn't. Okay. I think that's fair. <laughs> that was genuine. I do cool. think, I think that's a fair way to um, I, I love, I love when Terry just goes, yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> Well, what am I supposed to I just love how often. No, Justin I know. To... No, it's just, it just, you're no, like, just, yeah, I'll buy it. And I'm like, oh, thank God I did it. How, yeah. how often Justin has to get introspective for a moment. Of like... <laughs> oh, man. Ugh, okay. Geez. All right. So do we want to go divisional, divisional championship Super Bowl, or do you want to just tell me what your, who makes well, it to I... it? Don't we do divisional, then championship, and then we switch to AFC, right? Because why would we do? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh no, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Do we want to? Do we want to just skip divisional, go right to championship, and then who wins? I want to skip divisional. Yeah, let's go divisional. Okay. So my first one is an a- NFC East showdown. I have the Eagles hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Mine is. Also, an NFC East showdown with the Eagles hosting the New York Giants. I have Eagles Giants. I think it's interesting that we both landed. I mean, of both, all three of us. I mean, we all three of us landed with an NFC East, which is honestly great. Great for ratings. Great for ratings. <laughs> well, so so. I mean, there's you look at that one of two ways, right? Like, uh. Either the division is genuinely competitive, whereas it was the joke of the league a couple of seasons ago, um, or it's just uh, no, that has to be it. There isn't a second way because otherwise, nobody else in that division is making the playoffs other than the guy that's sitting on top. So I take it back. Yeah, uh, Terry, I, I think it's a relatively strong division overall. I mean, they they sent three teams to the playoffs last year. I think that. I mean, Kevin, you and I are, are down on the Cowboys, but I'm up on the Commanders. So, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, but you're, you're <laughs> driving the Sam Howell Hall of Fame train. <laughs> I'm best friends with his mom. Give me a break, um, Terry. Who did who did who did you have the Cowboys beating? The the Panthers. In... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, I think that Cinderella pumpkin or whatever carriage turns into a pumpkin pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get ahead of this, but I just kind of have. I'm gonna throw it out there. Do we all have Philly winning this game? I have Philly winning this game. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I don't think we need to talk much about that. No, we can we can move on to the next. Yeah, nailed one. it. Crushed it. I have the 49ers hosting the Vikings. I have the Niners hosting host boasting hosting. The another NFC North team in the Chicago Bears. Oh wow! wow. Look. I don't you know, know why, yeah. and I'm y- y'all can come for me like halfway through the season, but I am just absurdly high on the Bears this year. It probably higher than any Chicago resident actually. <laughs> but I think, but okay, I'll say this: I have this as San Francisco, Detroit. I think that I think that the NFC North is wild. So, like, I'm not surprised that all three of us are, like, Vikings, Lions, or Bears. Oh, my. Like, it's just, like, there's a lot. You see what I did there? 
there's a like, there's a lot there's a lot name of, of the like, episode there's like a lot of it's not a lot of coin flips it's like it's a lot of like, incredible football like if this is how it shakes out i'm excited for the nfc north finally so um, we have and it's lovely to have a year where the packers aren't involved i have three nfc north teams in the playoffs I also have three AFC North teams in the playoffs. You're in the North, baby. 2023. We'll get there. I I have three AFC. I'm not even going to tell you yet. Um, yeah, I can see you're about to say East. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm going to regret that too. But um, all right, so... Uh, wait, Justin, who did you have? The Lions? Uh, I have the Lions. But but to be fair, I do not have the Lions getting out of this round. I I think I think this is I think we're gonna see San Francisco Philly in the in the championship. I agree. Is that where I, we that, yeah. that's where we're all at? Yep. Yeah. And then same. I think the next question is does anyone have San Francisco getting the Super Bowl? I do not. Neither do I. I you can't change your answer, Justin. I can tell you're trying to change your answer. No, 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 no. No, I I do not. I have Philly. I I I, I look, I I think that I think that this Super Bowl is Philly's to lose. I think that team is insane. I think that team had a very good shot of winning last year. I they think that all year. you have to do is like the same, uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I just, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are the, are the best team in the NFL. I think they were the best team in the NFL last year, but what they have this year is they have Jalen Hurts who got his teeth kicked in on national TV. And I don't think that you forget that. I, I like, I, I, I'm a big believer and you you hear a lot from older players where it's like, you know, uh, you know, watching them win, you know, watching this team beat us in the in Stanley Cup finals or I mean Gretzky literally says this about the nineteen eighties Islanders. So he's like, We lost to them and then I saw them in their locker room and they weren't celebrating. They were all icing their knees and I realized it takes a lot to win this this trophy. I think Jalen Hurts had that dog in him. I think he has the dogs in him now. I I I I think I I think I think Eagles win. Eagles get a ring this year. It's just, it's I think they're hell bent on murdering everybody. A little bit of hockey in there for you, boys. Yeah, it, the fact that it wasn't a Mets reference just threw me. I was a little bit uh, distracted. The Mets are the like Patriots, uh, they're like the Eagles. The Patriots got um, former Panthers quarterback Matt Coral. Oh, just, oh. Just not 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 where I expected them to go. I don't hate I that though. Yeah. He's a solid dude. I really thought Colt McCoy was gonna go to New England. Like that's what I thought was happening. I thought it was gonna be Will but... Greer, the guy from the Cowboys. But this is this is a whole other. Oh, who balled out the other day? Um, you know, it's also another. This is apropos of nothing. You know, what's also interesting about Carolina is who their quarterbacks coach is, Josh McCown. So you kind of have a bunch of people around Bryce Young who are setting him up for success. Just on that. So I, I said I wanted to come back to this, and I I, I want to get there, and then I want to jump. I, I want to move on, but <laughs> I I find it interesting 
that nobody has the Rams making the playoffs. Uh, obviously, Why is they that were. Well, because I think they were a, a heap of garbage last year, but part of that was due to uh, injuries and a complete giant question mark at the running back position. Uh, I I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to them this offseason, if I'm totally honest. But uh, I think with the, the concept of a healthy Cooper Cup, people are going to be higher on them. Maybe not like, you know, Super Bowl winning high on them from a couple seasons ago, but... Um, I, th- I think people might be adding us <laughs> for for leaving them out. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I hold on. Well, no, I don't. I very much disagree. Like, I mean, is Stafford even healthy? So hold on here. Okay, hold on. Again, it's an audio if medium, he's... Kevin. They, the audience can't see you shrugging me. <laughs> Here's the thing: if Stafford isn't healthy, Stetson Bennett. Future owner of Stetson Bennett Kia and and Auto Parts <laughs> is is a is literally built for this job, of of like he's he's the perfect field general. He is my favorite thing anyone ever described him as. They said he is the worst, uh, the worst NFL player on a college team, full of NFL players, because he truly was the worst player on that Georgia team by a mile. But he was that he was that guy. I think he could do it. The weird thing to me though is Cam Akers Cam Akers coming back as your running back when there was already I mean last year him and McVeigh had that big issue. Like Cooper Cup, sure, but he can't do it by himself. Like Van Jefferson, you got Tyler Higby. I'm just naming guys, but none of these guys are I think particularly exciting either. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's I, I I feel like I feel like the Rams are are going to be a team that documentaries are are their Super Bowl team is a team that we're going to see documentaries made about like in 20 30 years. It, Where it's like well, it's, this team was was nasty. And, and then they then fell they, off a cliff. Well, I mean, well, in a way, but I I think there's they paid a king's ransom for Stafford. And then realized, oh, oh, what what do we do? Like it's, I mean, wh- when was the last time a, a team gave up that many picks for a guy who has a very questionable future going forward? The San Francisco 49ers. like for real, <laughs> like Trey Lance, like but like, I, actually, let me ask both of you this question: Who would you rather have starting? For your team, if you're a Rams fan, would you rather have Matthew Stafford, Trey Lance, or Stetson Bennett? Stafford still. But they yeah, see, but you thought about it for a second, and that's, I, that's I my did. point. <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so the question is would I rather have Matt Stafford start for if I'm do I own the Rams or what or am I just a fan? You're you're a Rams fan. Would I rather have Matthew Stafford or Stetson Bennett start? Matthew Stafford, Stetson Bennett, Trey Lance. Ah, uh, Trey Lance. See, the fact that it's not Stafford, like, because for me, I mean, one, I'm I no, because to me, it's oh, from, I'm Stafford Bennett. I'm, I mean, I, I think Stetson Bennett is he's my guy for life. I can't wait to buy a kid but, from him in forty years. But my thing is, like, it's the Stafford thing is over. Like, you got the Super Bowl. Like, honestly, I would, if I was a Rams fan, I'd be trying to like 
you know, look at my chops of what type of return they can get for an Aaron Donald trade. Like what's ha- or, or cup, you know what I mean? Like to me, like that, that era is done. Like they're not, they're not going to get, they have to redo everything. So that's why I would say Trey Lance is hey, see what you got there. And if it works great, if it doesn't, okay, well, at least you tried something. But like, I, I think my assumption is the Rams are not going to be good for a while and McVay's going to leave and Stafford's going to retire and they're going to trade Cup and Donald. And then the next time the Rams are going to be good, it's going to be with an entirely different core. Yeah, in 2035. I mean, I think I think you're right, though, because, I mean, which is, which is once again, I think, like, the most insane thing here that, like, this team won a Super Bowl and with it, two years later, we're looking at it being like, yeah, just get rid of your stars to just... Like, like this is the bill coming due for the Rams, and it's yeah, yeah, it's God, it's bleak. I don't think well, I, I don't think this is we've had a team that's been this far in the dirt for a while. It's wild. God. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, but they won. They won a Super Bowl. So does it matter? They won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at it like, look, well, just think about the Boston Bruins recently. They kind of try to do a similar thing of making all these moves to guarantee them the cup and they lose in the first round. And now, like, I think they're kind of in a similar situation where they're not going to be one of the worst teams in the league. But it's, I think it's going to, they're going to need to either make a major trade or a major signing next summer to get back to, to being a contender in any way, I think. Yeah, so it's just like, true. I think the whole idea of like, you made a ton of moves, and the Rams made these moves, and they, but they got the prize. They got the Super Bowl. So really, you can't complain. Uh, hold on. I, actually, I want to ask a question here, just from a, just a fan perspective, any sport. Just if you – if the Rams do not win another Super Bowl for the next – 15 to 20 years because of everything they had to do to win that Super Bowl. Does that as a fan, like, are you like, I'm smiling because it happened? Or are Um, you like, I I would have rather, I would have rather we just figured it out and got there. So that in a way that didn't force us off a cliff. So my take on that would be, especially in the NFL, I would only give a grace period of five years of saying the moves they made are resulting in this team not being good. They should be able to course correct after five years is, is how I would look at it. Yeah. So 15 to 20 years, I would almost say I'd be happier that they won the Super Bowl because it showed me a lack of skill and team building every every moment since then like you know what i mean like i if, if they don't win another super bowl for 20 years i wouldn't say it's directly because of what they did if they don't win another super bowl for five years i would say that fair that's fair and that is in my opinion going to be the case yeah so, i also have like uh, one of my like internal sports rules quote unquote is that if you made a move that direct that involved a player directly responsible for your team winning a championship, it's a good move no matter what. No matter what. So, like, like uh, it's, uh, the Poolhouse contract with the sense. Angels is a terrible contract. If they'd won the World Series while he's on the the first series on the team, then it's a good move. 
can I? Oh, oh, it's a move that results in you winning a championship. It's a good move. If if it's a trade or free agent signing where the player yes. directly helps your team win a championship, then no matter what, to me, it's a, okay. it was a good move. Like when the Victorino signed with the Red Sox, they don't win the 2013 World Series. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. And then he's not that great in 2014, and he's like abysmal in 2015. So, to me, that contract's still a home run. Now that the NFC is done and dusted and we somehow ended on a baseball note, tune in next time when we tackle our AFC picks. I'm Kevin Michael Morin. On behalf of Terry and Justin, thanks so much for listening. We hope to see you soon.